This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. 770 CHQR. I'm Zach in for Rob Breckenridge today. And one of my favorite topics is just people. I love people. I believe in people. I get accused once of this radio station of having an agenda. What's your agenda? My agenda is the belief that anything's possible with anybody. That people can be better. That we can do more. That's my agenda. So I hope you take that into where you will let me give it to you. In that, when I say that my agenda is just the belief that we can just be happier, that we can do more, contribute more, um, that you take that where you will let yourself take that into your belief system, your political belief system, and where that is. And if we agree or disagree, I don't care. I want to hear what you have to say. Maybe you get to change my belief system a little bit. And one of the things that comes out of that, though, is really, are we happy? We complain a lot. Oh, do we complain a lot? Doesn't get much done. Feel better about it. We seek out people online and around us for evidence of how we're right. And the more we complain, the more evidence we find that we are most certainly right, at least in our minds. So this is not a conversation about you are right or you are wrong or your belief system or your faith or your political alliances, but a conversation with a guy named John Pavlovitz about are we happy? Can we take that to a place where we can affect change in our belief system? I think that matters. I think that sets us up even this this weekend of of our long weekend of being able to just have a good time. John Pavlovitz is a blogger. He's a pastor. Um, he's written a great article called uh, The Miserable People, and that's why we've reached out to John. Good afternoon, John. Hi, good to talk with you, Zach. Thanks for having me on. Now, you are a pastor. You say you found your faith late in life, and while you do use your faith as a bit of an access point for your message, your message, I hear it, at least where I sit, not really about faith. I mean, you apply your fundamentals of your faith as sort of some direction on how to get out of it, and I think that that's where you're allowed to go. And as you are an American, correct? I am. And North Carolina is where you are? Yes. Okay. And so your perspective on politics is about how the division between left and right is so incredibly far, and you think you have the reason why. So why do you think that is, John? Because we experience the same thing here in Canada. Uh, It's way less... I guess we're maybe, maybe where we try to be more polite about it, and maybe we as Canadians should speak up more. Um, but we do feel it just as well here. The division is really creeping in. We have three core parties here. Uh, the separation and the division is really creeping in, and you think it's about being happy. Where do you take that, John? Well, I think what, when you see one side 
in my mind, begins to be defined by hostility toward quite a few groups of people when you begin to vilify or fear another group of people, and that becomes the basis for your political beliefs or your the- theology, that's a dangerous place to be. And um, I'm seeing a divide in our country, at least, with people who are kind of driven by compassion and kindness and people who are driven by fear and contempt. And I'm just trying to get people to kind of lean in to the compassion because it's just such a much more fruitful road to walk, I think. You know, John, where it must get confusing for me, for other people, if I put myself in someone else's shoes for a minute, John, and the conversation is about, um, you know, the, I think the stereotype says that if you're sort of a leftist, you're caring kind, and if you're right, you're not. And that is absolutely not the case. Where it must get hard for me are people that are extremely conservative and caring and kind, and yet they hear people of their own... Um, well, their own political belief system that are not. And the same thing, I think, on the left side, where you hear uh, so many people that their foundation is, you know, celebration of human beings, yet um, they're just attacking people from the other side. So when everybody is guilty of it, where do you start in just trying to share the word about just joy? Yeah, I think you have to you have to try to be an independent, um, you know, bit of humanity in the world and just say, I'm going to speak as eloquently as I can into these things. I'm going to leverage my social media, but I'm going to work person to person. I'm going to try exactly right where I am to to really make the world a more compassionate, loving place. And so that way you sort of begin to defy the, the labels that people would put on you. You know, I'm a fully LGBTQ affirming pastor, and that's been a strange place to be in the Southeast Bible Belt of America and have a group of Christians speak for me and be synonymous with that thing when that thing doesn't apply to me. So I really had to just say, I have to live explicitly and out of the most, you know, the deepest convictions that I have and make sure that people understand that, that this is important to me. In your article, you quote, there is no happiness, no benevolence, nothing life-giving left. Do you really that's the, think that's the case of society? I, I think there's, there are these places that extremism drives us to. So being you know, dug into a political ideology or a theology, that can put us in that place where we are defined only by the things that we're afraid of or angry with. Certainly that doesn't categorize most people. I think most people really have a desire to get up every day and to be a productive member of the planet. And they may do things that are damaging, but most people don't realize that. They don't think while they're living that I'm, that I'm hurting another human being. So part of, I think, our responsibility is to be good listeners and to really understand when people are saying, hey, from where I'm standing, this is, this is damaging to me. Um, so that, that's really where it starts, with really being able to hear people's stories. Emotional deficit is continually on display that we're basically, to summarize that briefly, John, you say in the Miserable People, Miserable People article uh, that we are essentially at war all the time. And you don't mean quite literally, um, although depending on opinion, that could be, could be the case, but you are saying that with other people, we are in a constant state of fight. Well, yeah, I think social media prepares us to say, uh, you need to make a stand on all these issues. And here are the people across from you, and those are the people who are either threatening you or those people are um, out to marginalize you. And so when you're in that sort of constant battle posture, that becomes the default. And I think that's, that's a dangerous place to live. So you live closed-fisted, 
And I'm trying to get people to live open-handed and say, I want to be, you know, welcoming to the world around me and not confrontational toward it all the time. So when somebody does not agree with John um, Pavlovitz, right, and I don't agree, say, and yeah. I'm going to go there, and how do you live open-handed and have that conversation with somebody who fundamentally is against, you know, LBGTQ um, existing in the Christian church? or politics, right. or what other way. How do you do that open-handed? I think the only way you can do that is to not assign motive to people, to not say, I know why you believe what you believe, or I know why you vote the way you vote. I have to really be able to receive someone and understand the story that led them to where they are, because we all are products of a place that we lived and people who spoke into our lives and things that happened to us. Those are going to shape us. So rather than just seeing someone as um, a caricature, I have to receive them as a fully fleshed out human being. And so that's what hopefully you and I would be able to have a conversation on why you believe what you believe, not just the end result that you believe it. You exhausted at the end of some days, John? Oh, pretty much every day. Uh, You know, I think uh, being in the trenches of so much emotional turmoil and so many you know, the needs of people, it can be wearying. But even for, you know, the average person, you're out there in the world and and social media allows you to see so much more pain than you normally would see or so much more anger. And so that has an effect on us. And so we all have to kind of retreat from time to time and make sure we're kind of recalibrating so we don't kind of lose perspective. Uh, You say on the article it's uh, as disheartening as it is to witness people this internally toxic. Are you just being judgmental, John? Um, I think what you're doing, there's a difference between judgmental. Judgmental to me means making some sort of moral evaluation, but you can evaluate what you see. You can say, hey, here's here's an, a behavior, and this really is um, a, a dark thing. And so it's just it's just kind of having your eyes and seeing the world and saying, if this, you know, in our country dealing with separation of families at our at our border, for example, to see people who are sort of celebrating that. Um, you have to call that out. You have to name that and then say, hey, there's, there's humanity in the balance here. Let's talk about that. Can you, uh, can you have joy without misery? Uh, you know, you, you really, uh, you can't. I don't think you have to have some sort of response. You know, uh, for me, joy is an affirmation of life. I think you, you appreciate that life much more when you go through adversity, when you experience struggle. So in that regard, it does give you um, a deeper appreciation for the things that you celebrate and the things that you live for. Um, just quickly, John, before we uh, have to go here, John Pavlovitz, um, I'm gonna, we're going to get your information on your upcoming book and where people can reach out to you and learn more about your message because maybe they get inspired in their own community. That would be awesome. Um, what what does it look like? If you could choose today, how do you fix it? Magic wand, go. I think you help people understand that everyone's trying to do the best they can and to love people well, and we're all failing in different ways, and we have to have a little mercy on one another. That's pretty great. Uh, you have a book coming out this fall. It's the book that's uh, Hope and Other Superpowers. Is that the case? Yeah, yeah. The book is basically asking the question, what kind of person does the world need? And if I ask people across political spectrum, theological belief, we'd probably get a lot of similar answers, things like compassion and generosity and uh, kindness. And so the idea is to take those things that we would have as commonalities 
and start to really lean into those and begin to build communities where we're trying to live those things out together no matter what our affiliations are. Uh, John Pavlovitz, it's a great article. You could just Google John Pavlovitz and do your best to spell it. Spell, it, sounds, it spells exactly like it sounds. Um, and The Miserable People is the article, and the book is Hope and Other Superpowers, and John's just fighting his good fight, and um, he's a pastor and a blogger, and there's a lot of great messages there that might apply to you if you want to check that out. Thank you, John, for your time today. I appreciate that. Thanks, Zach. Pleasure being with you. Thank you. So John's down in the States, and are we miserable is the question. You know, are we that miserable? Are we tired of the complaining? Are you tired of complaining? Is social media crushing us? Which way do you take that? Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.